You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. Don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Cincy yeah. Jungle. Today will be the first of a multi-part series talking about the Bengals' different position groups as we start training camp. And this is going to kind of look at the position group on a whole, who we're going to expect to see, who might be able to develop over the course of the year, who might be around for the future. And I kind of looking at in depth at each position group, its outlook not only for 2020, but for the future. So today we're starting with the tight ends. Now the tight end position has a major change, all right, from previous seasons, and that is Tyler Eifert leaving in free agency. Eifert, of course, was a dynamic weapon in this offense when he was around, right? When he was healthy, when he was able to stay in the field. But that was the big-time problem for him. Outside of that, I mean, he was just like Andy Dalton, just like A.J. Green, you know, a, a key part of this offense, some somebody that we're all used to having around, you know, we, we all expect big things out of. He just struggled to, uh, to stay on the field at times. And now... You know, to his credit, he went 16 games last year. He played in every game, and he was able to move on, all right, moving on in free agency. Now, a lot of Bengals fans wanted them to target the tight end position, uh, particularly in the draft. Heard a lot about different tight ends in the draft as we were in that season. But really, they've already planned for this, all right? They've already addressed the position, and they've got a couple of guys they like. Now, are these guys the type of receivers that Tyler Eifert is? No. I mean, that's a hard guy to find. But really, I believe this offense loves guys that can block, right? both run blocking and pass blocking. They definitely have a high premium, a high value on that. They want guys that can do those things, but have some athleticism, right? are dynamic enough to, to be able to spread out, to be able to really be kind of move the chains type of guys as pass catchers, all right? make some plays here and there. But they don't need that Tyler Eifert type of weapon at the tight end position. Why? Because there's only so many balls to go around anyway, all right? And look at the depth that they have a receiver all of a sudden, all right? With a healthy A.J. Green, a healthy John Ross, all right? Now T. Higgins, Auden Tate, and, of course, Tyler Boyd. Look, they got plenty of pass catchers, all right? And these guys at this tight end position, they can be pass catchers as well. They can definitely contribute in that area, don't get me wrong, but we don't need to see a Tyler Eifert type of guy in that position to have success in this offense with what they want to do. So let's talk about some of these guys, and we'll start with C.J. Uzama, all right? Now, this is a guy that after last season, or two seasons ago, rather, 2018, people were really high on him, all right? This time last year, fans were really high on Uzama. 
All right, he had 42 catches for 439 yards and three touchdowns in 2018. All right. Then we saw production drop in 2019. 27 receptions for 242 yards and two touchdowns. All right. But that's not a personal fault. All right. That's not, that's not him. That was Tyler Eifert had 15 catches in 2018 and he played in every game in 2019. Tyler Eifert last year, he had 43 receptions for 436 yards and three touchdowns. So because Eifert was the primary pass catching tight end because he was healthy, because he was around, naturally, again, like I said before, there's not that many balls to go around, right? So the production drop off, it's not, it's not a bad thing, right? It's nothing negative about Ozama. It's just, we had Tyler Eifert there, right? So that's why you saw that. Now, Uzama, to his credit, like, he's a pretty good athlete, all right, does a good job, uh, you know, uh, in his routes, can get definitely be a move-the-chain type of guy, and he's a pretty decent blocker as well, all right, can do some some good things in the run game. So he's a good all-around player, and he can definitely be that guy. Now, they're going to see, we're going to see a rotation with him and second-year player Drew Sample. Drew Sample was a uh, 2019 second-round pick for the Bengals at tight end. He was widely seen as the best blocking tight end in the NFL draft that year. And also, you know, he was an, he was an attached tight end. A lot of these guys in college we see, all right, it, it's one or the other with guys in college, all right? Either you're an attached tight end um, who puts his hand to the ground and they don't throw to you that much. That's what happened to Sample, all right? Uh, that's what happened to Will Disley, his teammate before him at Washington, uh, who went on and now is, is, you know, putting up similar numbers in, in Seattle, had a pretty decent number, uh, pretty decent season last year in Seattle. And then there's the guys, the tight ends, all right, the guy that they call tight end, all right, but really they're just big receivers that's just, just spread out. Now, you need guys that can do both, all right, in the NFL. You need to be able to use guys in multiple ways, but that, that, that role of putting your hand on the ground, that, that's a key. Now we're looking at Drew Sample. Now, he was starting to come on, starting to get used a little bit more in the offense prior to getting injured in his rookie season. And towards the end of the year, when they didn't have him, they had a healthy Eifer, they had Uzama, but they started, we started to see more Fred Johnson at tight end. We started to see Billy Price uh, as a wing, we started to see uh, Michael Jordan sometimes. So sometimes they were, they were putting in a six lineman instead of this extra guy. With Sample, with another blocking tight end, when you get into those heavier packages, when you run or run the, run the ball, you know, hopefully they'll be able to do that with Drew Sample in there. All right. Uh, he's an established as a blocker. Didn't do a ton in the past game last year. Wasn't, wasn't really starting to be used in that way. But that's the development. That's what we expect to see in year two. Um, all he had in his in his final year in college was 25 receptions for 253 yards and three touchdowns. That was the only year he was actually a starter. But we see from his testing, all right, very promising things. He is a good athlete. He can he can do some things athletically, uh, and he's got very good hands as well. All right, very reliable receiver. So what they want to do with the tight end position in terms of being a blocker, being able to move around, being in some different positions, having the athleticism, or being a reliable receiver, he can do all those things. And maybe he can do a little something extra with the ball in his hands because he does have some athleticism, all right, and he's definitely a physical player as well. So between the two of them, 
Look, the split that we looked at with Eifert and Uzama last year, that's what we should be looking at for, for these two guys next year. All right. And it all kind of depends on sample. You know, if he can step up into the pass game, maybe he can bite into that, eat into that a little bit more. Uh, but what we should expect is one of these guys having 40 some receptions for 400 and some yards and a handful of touchdowns and the other one having 20 some receptions for 200 and some yards and a handful of receptions. That's probably what we're going to get out of this group. We're going to see, you know, more, more targets going to uh, this group of receivers and not as much with these guys. Again, look, this is the way that we saw Burrow using tight ends as well. All right. His tight ends at LSU weren't super dynamic playmakers. All right. They were guys that could do a lot of different things, move in, line up in a lot of different positions. People talk about how LSU ran a ton of empty. They ran a ton of empty out of 11 personnel. They split out their tight ends. They split out their running backs. And we should expect to see that with these guys as well. A couple of other guys to mention, all right? Uh, Seaton Carter will definitely be in the mix. He's been a, a solid player for the Bengals. Again, good blocker, all right? Decent receiver, can do some things in, in the pass game as well. So we'll definitely see him in the, in the mix. Kind of the X factor here really is Mason Shrek, all right? So Mason Shrek... Has some skill in the pass game, all right? Can be pretty exciting, can do some pretty good things. And he's shown flashes of that in preseason. But we haven't seen it against top defenses. Uh, and he's struggled to stay healthy as well. And that's a big part of why, why we haven't really been able to see that. So if he can stay healthy, if he can get in there uh, and, and impress, we're not going to have a, you know preseason games really to, to look at to be able to judge that. Uh, but you know, if he can stay healthy, maybe he could, he could be an X factor and take a step forward, uh, and be, you know, a multi-talented, you know, pretty, uh, dynamic guy for them. So he's kind of the X factor, but really what I would expect is between Uzama and Sample, it doesn't really matter. All right. Who's the starter? Who's number two, whatever, because they're both going to play a pretty large role. All right. Uh, but as I said, we're probably going to see about twice as much production, out of whoever is being used more in that way. So thank you for joining me today. Again, this is a multi-part series, so make sure you're coming back and checking out uh, the future installments as we move forward and move closer to the season. Good day. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.